What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside of the Tap In studio. Yes, sir. Man, I got a special guest. Special, <laughs> special guest. This is long overdue, man. Uh, yes, I appreciate your patience, too, brother. Yes, sir. Big BC in the building, man. How you feeling, man? I'm blessed by the best. Yes, I sir. I thrive not to do no stress. Yes, sir. <laughs> man, so... I want to give the people back the backstory of how I even came to even know who BC was. Yes, sir. So when I first started the podcast, I was like, I need help getting <laughs> guests. I need somebody to help me get some guests on here. And I reached out to uh, to Bebe. Yeah. And yeah. Bebe was like, yo, this is the person you need to hit. Show you right. Show I, you right. That's my family. Yeah. Bebe yeah, hit yeah. me. And gave me your number, and I was like, bet. We got on the phone. We talked for like 20, 30 minutes. Yes, sir. And from the next week on, it was like guest after guest. <laughs> you were sending me. Everybody was like, man. Yeah, it's a blessing, man. You, you know, like myself, I'll be looking for these platforms. Yeah. And then when, you know, I, I've, I've always been one to really be big about, one, sharing the, the knowledge. But then, two, if one make an effort, man, you pose to give them, give them a bone, I look at it. Now, the, the key was after I gave you a few of them and you really turned them around and this, oh, I got to keep feeding that animal. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, yeah. he really got something over there I need to feed, yeah, you know? So, yeah, absolutely. I appreciate you too. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man. Real likewise. Talk. Real talk. So, here's what I want to get into, man. Okay. I, I know you in the music side. Yes, sir. But I don't know exactly. Because <laughs> I see you moving around. You'll be moving around with somebody I never heard before, <laughs> yeah. and then you'll be with somebody like, oh, how the fuck? Right. How did BC know right. this person? Right. How did you, right. what, so exactly what is the title that you would give yourself or <laughs> that you was given? Well, uh, what I have done over the time is, is simplify things, the best way to do it. And I'm, I'm, I'm really in that space for my marketing, promotions, consultant, you know, branding. Mm. That's, my, that's my nook. But let's be 1,000 when you in front line which I call it, which we are really, a lot of times we're the first point of contact. You know, you, you got to learn how to kind of hustle and create all streams, you know what I mean, and things, because, you know, I, that's the one thing I try to do is, is make sure I was good at a lot, mm-hmm. but just not do a bunch of, you know, I do this, I do that, I do this. You know, if they come to me, if it makes sense, if it feel good, we run the play. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's the best way I've made to keep it. That I, I kind of explain myself as, what is it, chamillionaire? Chameleon? Chameleon. A chameleon. Yeah, yeah there we go. Yeah. A chameleon, you know, because... Uh, you know, I, I I just always believe in getting it done, man. You know, they, they if I can get in front of it, especially when a lot of people come with, to me too with last minute stuff, I would call it. And you know, it's hard to deliver that. And they got big dreams and aspirations. But if I can get in front of it and plan it right, do a rollout to it or whatever it may be, you got to remember most things need marketing. Cause see, people don't know. You know me from the music, right? Yeah. I've done stuff with Bounce. I've done stuff. With, believe it or not, one of my major success of Glory, I speak on, cause it was a great run. I, I was in all of the elements with 50 Cent, from the clothing, from the whoop, to the movies, to the dot. I was part of that whole... The G-Unit clothing? Yeah, the whole, everything. Really? All of shoes. You the know, I was, a, I, was, I was a cat with a shoe deal, you know, because he, he blessed all those street cats that used to work with him. And, you know, we had shoes. I'm talking about, I still probably got some of them down Reeboks. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, been, it's been a blessing, though, man. So how did you, know you fall in into the music business? How did you get it even a started? Blessing again. I had a cousin that was in the music, and he worked for Sony. Mm-hmm. But he was more in the marketing side from back then was physical CDs. So he covered the whole Southwest, Southeast region from a physical standpoint, having stores. You know, he kind of came from my world, too, which is, you know, which a lot of people don't realize it. 
I hate using this terms now, but it's, it's a term that's a staple in the music industry. It's street teaming. Mm, that's okay. what I came from. I was one of them. I am still them. I go past that flyers, go put up billboards. Like when you probably how long you been in Dallas? What six years? Well, see, you don't remember the summer jams and all the stuff we used to uh -huh. do at the school with the with the radio stations. We was I had the teams of you know ten and fifteen individuals out there painting the city. We would call it when you see poster boards all up and down the highways and. You know, stuff that was unbelievable. You would see, be like, how they put that up there? Yeah, yeah. We was the one putting that together, bro. You come over to the south side where Fair Park is, uh -huh. it would be shit everywhere, man, from the Puffies to the, you know, I'm talking about, I go back, man. I yeah. go, I'm 20 years plus in this crazy thing. Goodness yeah. gracious, man. Yeah, it's crazy. Goodness. It's crazy. It's crazy. I remember the street teams. The street teams back then, for me, was the ones that got you hyped about the Absolutely. album Absolutely. that was coming Absolutely. out. We, it's the front line. Yeah. You know, we would be the one outside of Walmart passing our product. You know what I mean? We would be the ones outside the concerts, mm. you know, coming out the clubs. Yeah. Giving you a T-shirt, giving you a CD single, giving you an album. Yeah. You know, that's, and that's what's so changed different. You know, people, the artists, not just the artists, but labels just don't make product of that nature no more. So you don't get it. In the same fashion, they they sending it to your phone. Yeah, via you know Instagram, I mean? absolutely. Yeah, you know ads. Yeah, you know the digital ads and things of that nature. Now, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. God, man, <laughs> I've seen this thing in stages. I tell people, you know, when I get to rambling and talking, about every three to five years, man, this thing gonna take a change. You know really? what I mean? Oh yeah, for sure. That quickly? Sure. Well, give That's or take. Fast though. Well, when you in it, it's not fast. Cause think about, you know, I can remember when. We was giving out wax, then we went to CDs, then we went to thumb drives, now we all the way into an email. Mm. If you think about it, MP3. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You and think I'm talking that's about the, the stages. You think that's the technology oh, that's sure. doing that? For sure, for sure. You gotta remember everybody's trying to figure out how to cut costs. Right. And how to make it more simple. Yeah. From a corporation standpoint. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Since you've been doing this thing, you've been trying to figure out how to simplify this thing. Yes. <laughs> mainstream yes. it. Mainstream it. Yes. And simplify. Yeah. That's two parts of business. Mm. You know what I mean? Mainstream and simplify. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Heck yeah, I've been trying to figure that out. That's, that is. That's essential for business. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So on, from an, because um, I would see you as, Somebody who's in the uh, meetings with like executives and stuff, sure, right? I am. So, from an artist standpoint, what is what can you tell them that um, that will benefit that they don't get to hear in those meetings? As far as like their whole, either their persona, yes. their image, yes. to their merchandise, right. like what is something nice, like important? Well, to I, I would have to say this, and I know they it's very redundant to them, but to keeping it real with you, they only invested in what can work. You so, talking about the company? Company, yeah. Uh -huh. Who's ever willing to put this money up front? Let's be 1000 uh -huh. I don't know if it's an independent, if it's a national label, whatever. They're investing into the possibility that I can get this back in, in, in two folds, three folds, if you really understand. It's an investment. Right. You know what I mean? People don't, you know, yes, your talent is keen and it's going to be the one to get us there, but let's be 1000 It's still business. End result, I got to know I can give you this $100 million and get it back. That means they could get three hundred million. Absolutely, but they going they only going to invest that. That's like that's, that's like called a anything. wise investment. Yeah, that's. If I anything. give you a dollar, I won't fire back. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's yeah. Called a wise investment. Is that why? Um, you think? I guess the three hundred and sixty deal mm -hmm. came into effect. Mm -hmm. 
Well, it's a two it's a two way street to that. When I'm saying that is, labels come to realize how much they've really put up front on the possibility. Who's taking the bigger risk? That record label. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Not only they putting up the bread, which a lot of times you got to remember they bringing their resources, they're bringing their work ethic. You ain't quite got it down yet, so I got to put you. I use the analogy to kind of keep things simple. I take you out of this Pinto and I put you in this Bentley. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. The ride's gonna be different. It's gonna be better, and we're gonna be a lot more consistent. Mm. Yeah. You know, because let's be one thousand as a consumer. Because you know, I try to play both sides of the situation. To be honest with you, and that's why I've always tried to stay in front of some things. But from a consumer standpoint, let's be honest. You don't buy into something that you don't like. So the wow effect has to be created. Who's creating the wow effect? The label. Is it? I, I would push back a little bit. I think okay. the, the artist. Okay. Because the, I here's here's what I feel. I feel like the artist is creating the wow effect. The art, the labels, or the the company okay. is actually putting it on front street. That's and it's, and it's a partnership though. Yeah, that, yeah. That's a true, you you're right, and I'm saying the same thing. But let's be 1,000. You have to be able to magnify this situation for people to buy in. Got you. We yeah, have to yeah. be able to wow you. We have to be able to wow the next fan or whomever to get you to buy in. Yeah. And it's a lot of components that go along with that. You know what I mean? Like you talk about when you first met me, you seen me. But, see, I'm part of teams that's 15, 20 people deep. And I'm talking about across the country. Mm. You know, from my Epics to my Warner Brothers to my 300s. You know, all these labels that I'm tied to and a brand to, you know, naturally it's more than just me. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And people don't realize the team concept, you know. And, and then, uh, and then, like I say again, when you deal with the independent, a lot of them try to do it by themselves, try to do it their way, then they don't want to listen. Yeah. But you want me to put my money up though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that ain't gonna work. That ain't gonna work. Where Where does that come in at? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So you know. Yeah. I mean. I want to get back to you, man. Okay. I, I want to get back to you because I okay. know you, you started, you said you started with Sony with your cousin, right? Yes, sir. And what was the first job or first thing that you, was it with 50? No. Uh, honestly, uh, Jennifer Lopez, Maxwell, uh, who was someone else? Michael Jackson. This is epic. What? This is my first, my first label, major label. Now, let me back up, take one step back. You might have been around to see this one. You ever heard of a label out here called Country Boy Records? We did a big, big mm. concert about four, five years ago, six years ago. It's called Texas Rap Fest. No, you wasn't here yet. No. Well, uh, my nephew, family, he's came to be that, but he was really one of my first clients. Mm. You know what I mean? And with that being stated, he uh, he built a brand called Country Boy Records. He used to be signed to Death Row, so he after his Death Row run. He started his own brand, and we started a label. And, you know, he had artists going, but with that being stated, to fast forward, several years later, we did a big old thing called Texas Rap Fest. We had 43 Texas artists on one stage. And I'm talking about from the ghetto boys all the way out to the unknowns. God, you know what I mean? Yeah. Right there right there at Fair Park. Really? Yeah, so this same brand, what I'm saying, was my first client okay. of reality, of real, but my second client was Epic. And I'm saying I got associated to... You know, the Jennifer Lopez, Maxwell's, the uh, the Michael Jackson's and things like that. And the light really came on for me to realize star power. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. man, these people really, you know, people react different when you got 
things that they want, I mm-hmm. should say, mm-hmm. than, than just the desire of giving them something that they don't know nothing about. And it started kind of working for me because my next client after that was Columbia. Now, I have to, I have to, I have to back up and give a lot of, uh, of, of ups to one of my main, my super partner, friend, brother, you know, because over this time you kind of get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm talking about they turn into real family. Mm-hmm. And one of the gentlemen I'm speaking of beyond just my cousin, his name was Lump. He's an OG in this game out of Houston. He was already doing what was, yeah, he's, he's an OG. Like, you can, you know, some people you can tap them in and they, and they check out. You know, he's one of them. <laughs> yeah. So he uh, just had a blessing because all these things about relationships, you got to remember that first. All of this is about relationships, baby. Yeah. And you know what I mean? Relationships. So yeah. with that being said, my cousin asked me if I wanted to be in this game. I just moved to Texas. I'm telling you, the honest God truth. Probably wasn't here two weeks. I didn't even know my way around Dallas shit. I came down, cousin was like, man, you be good to fool with this music shit. You know, because I'm a people person. I love music anyway. Yeah. I was one of the ones who used to go to the record stores every Tuesday and Thursday and buy what I like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Two shorts, the E-40s, whatever. So just to fast forward, Lump was bringing Jagged Edge from Houston to Dallas. They had a show here, and then they were flying back out to Atlanta. To show you how, how live life is. Yeah, yeah. He lumping my cousin are best friends at that time. They're still friends. We all family, like I said again. He said, man, you really want to fuck with this show? I was like, yeah, who says no, though? Right. You know, not knowing what I'm jumping into. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah. I promise you, Scout's honor. The next week or two, because he'd always get referral calls about Dallas. Just didn't have nobody in Dallas to be representation to, he felt like he could invest into, he would call it. Mm-hmm. Man, I ain't gonna lie. I started getting calls, bro, after calls, after calls. I probably, my first year, man, to talk about a real blessing. I probably had five to seven major labels my first year, in, even in this music shit. And I'm talking about the Electras, the Warner Brothers, the MCAs, the, you know, those things that's around now, uh, or excuse me, around then that's not around, like Polygram, you know, Relativity mm. Records. You're talking about 3-6 Mafia, yeah. Gangsta Boo. Yeah, yeah. You're talking yeah. about the history of, yeah. of you know, people, like Juicy J, one of my people today. Really? Today, right now. Yeah. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So. Yeah. Just to fast forward, or excuse me, to go backwards to come forward, but it just, I've been blessed, bro. You know what I mean? Because I got to see it from the top down instead of, you know, having to get in and struggle and, you know, not know what the real was. You know, I'm on conference calls with 15, 20 people in different cities. I could patch you in the Philly. I could patch you in New York. And it, it's been done. It's what I do. Yeah. That's where my superpowers is. At ready. People get me caught up with Dallas and Southwest, but I'm outside the market, bro. I'm, I'm really, I can tie you into Miami, Atlanta, five different ways, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Great streets are some of my partners, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Man, and so when when these people were calling you, they was calling you to market them or just show them around no, Dallas? No, no, or? market. Straight up marketing. This is before mm. Southern Fried. I was just BC. Mm. You know, like, yo, you know, we got a project, da-da-da-da-da. And see, when you was, then it was so designed, when you get the label, you got all the urban projects. When I say everything from Arista, you got to remember back in the end, Arista was LaFace Records. I had all of the Atlanta stuff. I worked yeah. all of the outcast shit, bro. That's my, that's my, I'm telling you, my superpowers is my history of going backwards to come forward. I'm still relevant because I changed with the team, and it's just been a blessing. Because, like, I tell people this, and you probably couldn't even wrap your mind around this. This is how fortunate I am uh-huh. to say this. From 2000 to 2008. Southern Fried was responsible for 22 labels a year. Goodness. So just wrap your mind around that. 
When I say all the product from Urban Product, I had an office downtown. What we yeah. talked about. I had to move, just like you speaking of. Yeah. Because you grew out of this, the small into the big spot. Yeah. So I had to get a big enough spot just to get the mail. I'm getting freights at this time of product coming in. You know what I mean? Yeah. God. I remember J Records birthing from the story of this. The first four projects they signed, Leisha Keys, Busta Rhymes, there's a couple other ones, but they was putting the staff together. Mm-hmm. I was one of the first ones to call because they need Dallas. You got to remember, Dallas is a top five market. Yeah. So yeah. many different ways. You know, you can go around it, you're still going to come back to it. That's why I've never really had a problem with gaining, I guess, work to, in a sense. You know, mm-hmm. once you've known to deliver, they, you're going to get them phone calls, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Honestly. So it, just, it was just a ripple effect. And that's why I call it for what it is. You asked me again to go back, how did this? Yeah, it was just a blessing. My cousin it introduced me to the right individual that blessed my game, and I, I be honest, I ain't never had to look back after that point, bro. That's never, dope, man. Never. That's dope. Never. <laughs> I cannot even say it again. Never. <laughs> man, dang, it's crazy. And so, um, when did you start Southern Fried Marketing? Two thousand. Southern Fried Marketing, I, for those who don't know, is his marketing company. Is his company is is the marketing company, right? Or is it yes? Okay. Marketing, marketing, advertising, um, group. Ma- yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just marketing, advertising, promotion. When did you actually start that? 2000. Okay. When it came to be an official brand. Like I said, I was working probably a year or so prior to that. I moved to Dallas in 99, 98, 99. Okay. And I was around here hustling, and I come to realize the growth came to be tremendous. And, you know, structure is key. People was expecting, and I'm starting to catch on, like, okay. I need to do this. I need to do that. You know, and and, it, and my cousin had the Southern Fried Productions name. Mm. Do not doing much with it, and I just put the marketing with it because I always thought about I want it to stick on people's mind. Mm. You know what I mean? If I can get them to say it, I can get them to remember it, and it just kind of contagiously because I always get the joke of Southern Fried Chicken all the time. But bigger than anything, I just need it in your mouth, right? I'm cool. Right. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> right. I can do the rest later on. The work gonna pr- proceed itself. And you'll be able to see who I am. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Man. Man, kind of um, switch gears a little bit because okay. this is like uh, on my mind heavy. Yes, sir. I just finished watching the, the Kanye West documentary. Mm, good one. And good one. Great one, really. My whole perception of Kanye has totally <laughs> changed, man. It totally changed. I'm sure. I'm sure. Because I guess from from – his perception or his image, right? He was an asshole, and he would say shit nah. that I didn't nah. agree with. Nah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. But the way that the the documentary was told, and shout out to uh, Cootie, yes, it's Cootie and Chike. Yes, sir. Shout out to them for the documentary. Yes, sir. I want to get your take on it, man. Um, honestly, I think it's genius. Mm. He's always been considered a genius, though. To be honest with you, I told somebody this the other day because. To me, on the industry side, you know, I've had some contacts with him. You know what I mean? I have mm-hmm. some come-ins with him because working Def Jam, all of that. But, you know, you hear the war stories about one that complains a lot and diva. But, you know, he's been very consistent, so I don't take it as the same mentality as some other people do. Now, the one thing I would share with you, beyond just Kanye, when they come to be, and this is by my experience, and coming in contact with some very extraordinary individuals, when rare as they be a lot of times, they got some weirdness about them, bro. Mm. Extraordinary as they gonna be, 
He's going to have a little twerk or quirk about him that's going to be like, you know, what's that? But that's the, I, that's the uniqueness side of him, just to be honest with you. And his was very consistent all his career, if you think about it. He said in that room, if you watched it, when he was broke as it is ever. And the one thing he's been consistent about is fuck this industry shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. You know, so is he is he really crazy? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. If you look at it and pay attention, I can see what some things that took him there. Him lose loss of his mother, I think that would do any of us bad. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he, he, and you got to remember, he's on a, he's on a, a real live short leash but a long handle, and everybody's watching him. See what he's gonna do next, but I think he's he's really took his situation and 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 did extremely awesome with it because he's fashion and he's music, and I am who I am. You can like it or you can hate it. Fuck it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how you come to live life. Eventually, when you get you make it anyway. Yeah. And I <laughs> I, I can see the from from how they dropped the 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 documentary. Mm-hmm. I can see from state from the the second one to the third one. Right. Is when I felt the change, absolutely, and I guess that's the the growth of it. And I heard Leor Cohen said, um, I watched the interview of Leor Cohen. He was saying to be able to manage a small thing mm-hmm. to when it become big mm-hmm. is it can always get dangerous. Absolutely, it can always get dangerous. And I was like, that's exactly what happened in the Kanye West situation because right. it was just him. And his little crew. Absolutely. But once they got to the masses, it was like. <laughs> out of control. Yeah. Out of control. And it's a such thing, though, man. You got to remember that. You know, because um, let's be 1,000. Things can grow to beyond your imagination. And and that's when the changes come. That you got to, people got to adapt. Mm-hmm. Let's be 1,000. You know, I, I, I only could say he couldn't imagine he was going to be that big. You don't think so? Well, you can only hope, prayer, and, and dream. But still, once you get there. You got to be able to know how to handle that, too. So that's why I say it still had to subside beyond what he ever could have fathomed. To have that much attention, him walking down the street bumping his head. (sighs) And it was what everybody was talking about. Yeah. He couldn't imagine that. Right. Now, I do think he imagined that he would be huge, be one of the greatest, which he's that. Mm -hmm. But I'm talking about the attention span of people really want to see this man in so many ways. Every little bump, bruise, and whatever – you know, that that just had to be beyond anybody, I would think. Yeah. And that's got to be hard, too. Absolutely. Because you, a lot of, like, I know for me, a lot, well, at least from the outside <laughs> looking in, it looks like fame is fun. You oh, know what I mean? Oh, man. It looks. Well, I say this to you from my experience of being around it. It's a real life sacrifice, too, bro. Because um, you don't get, you, you give up. Think about it, Michael Jackson. He never was a kid. Yeah. Like, how often did he get a normal life? He had yeah. to fight for it. You know what I mean? He had to create mm-hmm. his own bubble that was normal to him of Sanation. But then, again, he's so extraordinary at that point, it looked weird to us. Like, how this man got this whole zoo <laughs> in his backyard? <laughs> in his backyard. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, but he created his own world, his own bubble, in a sense. And I get it. But he didn't, he didn't really have a fair chance to say he, you know, he was in Vegas at, at seven, eight years old, they said. And however old he was, he, you know, they wouldn't even accept it. If you go back, I'm going to tell you, it's a, it's a documentary you need to watch, is the Quincy Jones documentary. It opens it up from a different perspective of the Michael Jackson thing than what the, the family tells. And it's not a bad, I'm just saying, it, it's from his dealings and going back color barriers 
of when people was in certain places like Vegas wasn't accepting us out there mm-hmm. even though we was in entertainment yeah. but now you come to me sitting here talking about Jackson 5 family was some of the first folks on the block mm. and they was kids bro in yeah. Vegas entertaining yeah. come on man yeah, you know, people don't talk about where, where was school. When was they going to school? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they couldn't you know, go to school. That's they, my point. <laughs> you know, they couldn't have no social life. They had none of that, bro. Yeah. So, just to you know, and then you want to ask why one may act weird or why they may be different or why they carry on different shit. And that fame, you can't turn it off. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You can't just be like, all right, I'm gonna, I don't want to be famous today. Think how many people you know just died for it, bro. They sacrificed. I've told people, I say this, and I'm going to say I guess I say it on record for once. You know, even getting into music, you start getting around it, you see the knack of it. I've always said I never really wanted to be famous. Mm-hmm. I just want to be wealthy in this game, you know what I mean, as far as financially and be set and straight. I never really wanted to fame, you know what I mean? I downplay it for better words, you know what I mean, because that comes with a different type of uh, spigmentation and whole thing, to be honest with you. you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Speaking of being wealthy, man. I know you jumped in the cannabis game. Yes, sir. <laughs> man. <laughs> I saw, how did you get into the – I mean, I know everybody uh, is getting into the cannabis, yeah. but, like, take me through that process, man. How did you even man, get into I, that? I'll be real honest with you. Uh, paying attention. I'm originally from Oklahoma. Okay. And when it started coming to be what it was, you know, because I was one, you know, I'm, I'm – I'm a smokehead. I'm a own up to it, but you know I do it in my own recognizance. But with that being stated, just the business. You know, I'm real. I earn for business. I yearn for business. I want to, you know, I'm just like anybody. I want to be great, wealthy, and the whole spill. But it's so transparent in that cannabis space how much money is being made. You know, I was one to watch Denver. You know, and I say watch because my family was out there, and we used to patronize and go out there and just watch how it raised up financially. Mm. And then you know, sometimes they state what the state has made and what the thing has done. And, and like I said, I'm originally from Oklahoma, so I always had my residency. I never mm-hmm. even moved into Dallas and things. I always kept an Oklahoma residence. I always had my license there. Mm-hmm. And it just funny when I, when I realized what I had done, uh, t- I, 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 it came to be of, of a value. Like, you know, just even made to get in, you got to be two-year residents, this, that, and the third. I've been there all my life. I never left from a record standpoint. yeah. So I just started paying attention, man, like, you know. So I had got approached from an investment firm, to be honest with you, wanting to see if I knew anybody that could connect them with where they could do the, do the cannabis in, you know, in Oklahoma and have residency and do it all legally. Mm-hmm. And the light came on like, yo, I'm tripping, like. That's me. Right, right, <laughs> right, right. So. Then I got a, my little brother. We got to educate ourselves tougher and thinking about, man, we got to buy our own in this. It's like buying real estate and things of that nature. You got to invest your own bread, bro, just to be honest with you. And, you know, it just grew, grew, grew. And then, you know, the first project that I had and I'm still involved with today, which is a blessing, 22-acre farm, bro, Zaza Farms. You know, we producing and it's turning around. We doing the carvesting and we in the business. And then I've reached off and branched off, I should say, I've always been in front of it which even before the Zaza came to be a public thing was me and my little brother got a, a brand called Cool Kids Cannabis. Mm. You know what I mean? We got our own first pre-rolls. They in stores now. Um, you know, we've been involved in dealing with several farms in different places. You know, Turtle Leaf is one of our families right there in Oddmore. We produce some great brick product, and it's, and, and it's just start thriving, bro. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's like 
Think about an individual getting a 7-Eleven and you really learning about the retail game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you realize, people don't realize over the years, 7-Eleven has changed the game. Yeah. You walk in 7-Eleven, everything that they may have is a, a considered an aftermarket brand, they got it equal, 7-Eleven. Yes. Trail mix, donuts, chips. You <laughs> yeah. see what I'm saying? Yes. So that's the same thing. We finna purchase a, 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 a um, dispensary. You know what I mean? So it's just growing in that space, man, it's been really – you know, one, refreshing. Two, you know, I encourage anybody to get in that space, bro, because, like, honestly, it's not enough of us in it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And let's be 1,000. It's for the first time we can be legal doing something we always was taught that was illegal. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I'm talking it's, it's a lot of money, bro. Yeah. Oklahoma's probably going to set out some stats within the next, you know, over the next six months to a year. Number-wise, it'll probably really boggle a lot of people's brains. Man. Because there's a lot of people from L.A., that's already had stuff going on. They just brought their companies down this way because you can get more land. And see, the thing with rules and regulations in Oklahoma is unlimited. Where restricted in, in California is restricted in Denver, even in that commercial what side mean, of it. What do you mean restricted? Like, you can only way. have so much crop, and you can only turn around so much every crop. Oh, Oklahoma, okay. I can do a thousand if I want to. If I want to do two thousand, if I got the land to do it, I can do it. Mm. See what I'm saying? Yeah, because so it's, it's legal. It's uh, legal in Oklahoma. Absolutely. Texas need to come on, man. And they one of the last ones, bro. But you know, I tell you, I tell you, it's no different than the, than the, the casinos. Why we ain't got no casinos? We lose so much money outside of our border from Louisiana for years, and then Oklahoma got smart enough. And if you realize everywhere you come out of here on the Oklahoma side, it's, it's a casino. So the first thing you see, I never realized that. I never realized there is no... Go down 75, you'll see one. Go down 35, you'll see one. Go down any which way you creak into Oklahoma. I don't care if it's El Reno, Lawton, whatever, because you come out of Wichita Falls. Yeah. You're going into Lawton, right? Yeah. You're going to see a casino. I'm telling you. I never realized that about... And we lose a man. lot of money on statewide on that rim if you just think about it alone. Man. A lot of money, man. I'm talking about that wind starts a cold piece of work. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know people wake yes. up at midnight. They cut out. Go to wind start. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, going, I'm going to the casino for the night. What? You yes. ain't staying the night? And I'm driving back. God. I'm talking about men, women, everybody, bro. And it's so much freaking land in Texas that oh it could God. be an easy. An easy fix in Dallas alone. They could literally, I heard this one time, they were going to be building hotels and Casinos down right there in West Dallas. That whole West Grove? Yeah. That's what that project was supposed to be at one point, they said. Really? We never seen it develop to that, but if you think about that whole river or whatever button down the backside of that, yeah, yeah. They could do that all day long down through there, bro. And we could be winning, for real, from that standpoint. Damn, I ain't never thought about that. There is no because I, I I used to live in Houston. I don't remember right. no casinos. That's not. Everybody used to go to Louisiana. Absolutely. To go to casinos. Absolutely. Even when I moved here, we went to Windstar yes, in sir. Oklahoma to go to People been driving to Shreveport for years. Shit. You think about it? Years. Way before Windstar. They take buses down there. Hundred yeah. people with buses on a Sunday. You stay down five, six hours, bring them on back. Yeah, my, my wife, <laughs> she used to talk about how her grandma used to do the turnaround trips to go to casino. That's how I know it. Yeah. My older people show do it. <laughs> <laughs> God damn. 
Okay. And so um for the cannabis, you have a um like a store, a storefront or No, we just we just in grow in the grow space right now and okay. like I said, we just got our first production of pre rolls, which is with cool kids, uh things of that nature, but nah, no storefront. Yeah, we're working on a on a dispensary. Okay. We're gonna find a location and get that rolling as well too. So on the grow you just you grow the the the, the cannabis, mm-hmm. you market it, and mm-hmm. then you ship it to different stores, different stores around the country. Stores. And then, you know, and it's a lot of different than just flour. You know, you got the shatter, you got the wax, you got the oils. See, it's a lot of things that break down just from that tree. You know what mm. I mean? Believe it or not, every piece of that tree is used, bro. Really? Down to the stems and the bark of it. Everything you think that's some waste, they they using that shit, bro. Snoop got Snoop Dogg got us messed up because he's no stems, no sticks, right. no seeds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody believe, just throw that shit but away. Believe me, there is stems, and you gonna come across some seeds from time to time. <laughs> and trust me, of the best. You hear me? Yeah. 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 Cool kids. Cool. So kids. anywhere they sell um, cannabis, they can get cool kids. Well, they- we're growing into more and more stores. Okay. We in a few of them as we speak in Oklahoma. You know what I mean? And, and we just growing at this point. Okay. We're just growing. We're just okay. Growing. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. ever thought about getting into, like, the CBD stuff? Absolutely. I'm, 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 I'm researching and getting into some of that as we speak because then that will put me in that, that lane of Texas as well. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm really working on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to diversify in business, bro. You know, you'll know me for music, and it's cool, and I'm going to use all my relationships. But with that being said, I, I just want to. I've always wanted and desired to have a couple things going on that people just didn't know. Like, oh, no shit. Like, man, I couldn't imagine, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Where did you get your um your business sense from? Like, shit, is it just... Self-taught, bro. Really? <laughs> just ambition of wanting to be successful, to be honest with you. Yeah. You know, I, I, I'm, um, you know, I can't even sit there and say I'm doing a whole bunch of reading, none of that shit, man. I'm, I'm a hands-on dude, so my process may be a little bit different than someone else because... I got to be hands-on with it. I know that's cliche as hell, but it's just that, to be honest. It's not scared to take a risk. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I mean, you dabbling in a little, little bit of real estate right now, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah real yeah. estate where is that right Absolutely. now, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. As my partner would say, buy you some of that dirt. Yeah. Hell yeah. Buy you some of that dirt, man. You know what I mean? They can't take it from you. For real? God damn, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's dope. I, I love to hear, because... Nip is one of my favorite my favorite artists, right? Absolutely. And he used to preach Absolutely. the same thing, Absolutely. like diversify. Absolutely. Put your money Absolutely. somewhere else. You have to, man. You know what I mean? So to. if something else ain't, ain't working right now, there you go. this is striving. You still well, be able to Remember, maintain. even in all business, it's seasonal. Mm. You got to understand the peaks and the valleys of all businesses. You have a couple of few things that's going on that um, that help you float through. Your yeah. times when it's down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, always peaks yeah. and valleys. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Absolutely. Are you working with uh, anybody right now? Any major artists or any artists? Well, I'm, I'm, that we I'm, can super, put on the I'm map? super blessed. You know, this 300 thing is great for us right now. You know, 300. I came to be the Southwest Regional for 300 right now, doing a lot of that. So we got the Mary J. Blige. We got the Gunner that's going number one right now. You got, you know, your, your, your uh, 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 shit. You got Thug, you got all kind of them. And Megan Thee Stallion. Yeah. You know, I got an artist that, you know, I'm coming to educate and learn even more. And we working with a young brother out of the up top called the Snot Record. You know, you got Snot, ASAP Rocky, and and uh, uh, Doja Cat on it. That's big for us right now. So, you know, the 300 thing is, is, is great for me, man. But then, like, again, I work with Warner Brothers. Got a brand new Erica, Erica Banks record right now. You know what mm. I mean? Got got uh, several artists coming off of Warner Brothers and 
we just working, bro. You know what I mean? I yeah, got yeah. a couple indie artists that you you've worked with, you know, Alicia. I'm mean, excuse me, Alexis Finley. Yeah. You know, she's doing great. We got a big big month for her. Got a project dropping, whole project album called Beautiful One that's dropping in March during during her birthday time. And she actually performed with Chris Brown in Houston. So it's gonna be, you know, it's home. We really been concentrating on home, really cracking home and getting that genuine support for her. And it's it's really building a foundation. It's coming along great. So yeah. Her and then you know Jones Moreau. Mm. You know what I mean? Jones Moreau is dope. Jones Moreau is, is a special thing. Yeah. You know, we, we're grooming that thing and it's coming along. You know, we got some big records, got a project getting ready to come. Just dropped a single called Red Light. Please, everybody go check that out as well. You know what I mean? Okay. And back on Alexis as well. We got a, a, a new single out called Where You At? Go check it out. It's streaming everywhere. I'm talking about like, yeah, I got my hands in a few things. You know what I mean, man? I just, you know. I just try to play to the back, man. You see me walk in rooms. I be trying my best to stay out the way. But they always want to ask the big fella what he think. You yeah. know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah. what? You see what you think. Oh, man. I, I'm just trying to support. <laughs> Y'all said I don't support and I don't show up. So I'm just trying to do my part and just show up. You know what I mean? Because they know they're going to get the real from you, man. That's what it is. Nah, I appreciate they it, man. they going to get the you real know, from you. I appreciate it because, you know, I, I, I'll be honest with you, man. I've uh, – just try to keep it, keep it very authentic and, and to stay real, too, you know what I mean? Because I figure people would appreciate that over time, even when it hurt. You know, I was one of them ones myself. I don't really want to hear that bullshit, you know what I mean? But you get to riding down the street, get to process and thinking, like, I really do appreciate that motherfucker telling me the truth, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, because, like, I've had to tell some cats their music is ain't what it is right now. Mm-hmm. And it might have a mountain of money, bro. But that's what a lot of people don't realize. All that shit got to click, click at the same time. You got to have good music. Gotta have work ethic. Gotta have a plan. Gotta have a process of going forward. You gotta have uh, 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 the capability to be able to alter. Cause shit ain't gonna always go as planned. You know what I mean? All mm-hmm. of it is like, I'd be tripping cause people always say, man, how do you do such a, well shit, I'm gonna be honest with you. There's no picture perfect way. But if you get started and you can be consistent, you can tweak it and do the things that's necessary, bro, to be honest with you. Cause there's no one person, excuse me, no two people did it the same exact way. Mm. I ain't seen it yet, and I've been a part of a lot of projects, bro. Now, there's a few things they've done so similar of the same. Okay. You understand what I mean when mm-hmm. I say that? Yeah, you got to do Spotify. Yeah, you got to do Apple. All that that political shit is cool, but I'm talking about one may have worked harder on the move around and shaking hands and kissing babies than when another person might have worked the Internet. Mm. See what I'm saying? So yeah. you can't really say... Both of them got to that destination the same. Like we just talking about the baby. Yeah. I saw the baby myself pat his feet to where he could eat and be there. And he claimed it and said, I'm going to be the coldest rapping motherfucker ever. And I looked at him like, this nigga, you're cocky to the hoe. Yeah. You're <laughs> One of my peoples. We see each other on sight. It's what it is. Love off the rip. Yeah. But I said, you know, after I realized what his message, it's no different than when Wayne stood up that one summer. And said, I'm the coldest rapper alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No different. Yeah. yeah. What's the difference? Ain't nothing. Come you, on now. Yeah, you claim it. I Come mean, you stand on it. You know Come what I mean? Now. And that's as a man. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So I just, you know, I've, seen, I've been blessed to see some of them really up close and, and really get an understanding of what this shit's really about, bro. You know what I mean? That's that's my secret power. I've been around right there with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, and I also... I, and if you can't break this down for me, because I, I forgot the rapper or artist name. 
I seen him on million million dollars worth of game. Okay. Uh, Gillian Wallow podcast. Okay. He was saying you need at least two hundred and fifty thousand to work a record, and I was like, "Where is the two hundred fifty thousand going?" Like, first off, you have to remember it's a lot going on mm-hmm. with that two hundred fifty thousand. The move around, hotels, food. I'm talking about basic. Let's talk about basic, basic necessities. Okay. Your travel. Okay, that's flight hotel. And let's say we're gonna have you out on the road for the next ninety days. Damn. Can you can you wrap your mind around what that budget look like? Cause that's that that's has to happen. Yeah. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah. After yeah. we get this record cracking, it's buzzing. We gotta go ahead and as we call it, we got a nigga knock, bro. Yeah. We gotta go touch these people. Oh, let's call it what it is, campaign, like the president. Yeah. Go touch these babies. Go convince these people that I'm the next star. It's gotta happen. Am I wrong? No, no. Okay. So that's a budget alone. You ready for the next one? What? I need to put on multiple people in different markets that's concentrating on my project that make it their priority. So I need to hire me a team. Mm. Three to five people? That that That's reasonable to you? Yeah, I would say that's reasonable. And what markets would you pick out if you said three to five people? Um, Your popular market. Let's say we're taking this podcast right now mm-hmm. with a budget. It ain't even music. Yeah. We want to take this podcast and make this motherfucker national. I would say L.A., Atlanta, New York, um, all up and down that East Coast. I, well, not all, not everybody, but I would say New York, Philly, Atlanta, okay. Miami, okay. Um, Houston, Dallas. In LA. You named eight to ten markets that quick. (laughs) (laughs) I said five. I said three to five. You named out eight at least. Am I right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And if we had to concentrate on those markets and get you into those markets, what's one of the first places that you would start yourself? Um shit, radio. No. No, 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 no. You called a motherfucker like me. So that's in them streets. Oh, yeah, yeah. Somebody I need to call the soil. Yeah, I need yeah. to call the mother to touch these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I need to get the right motherfuckers on my team. Yeah. That knows the ins and outs of the navigation of that market. Let's call it that. Okay. So, shit, you, we already almost See two by 250, man. Not God even damn. quite 250. We definitely passed 50 or 60. Yeah. To get it set up right, even what I'm saying. Yeah. See the land. So the money is is really, and let's keep it real. Now you talk about a project. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Now you talking about a project, and here's the cold part that people don't really own up to the crazy part. You're never traveling by yourself. Right. Because <laughs> I gotta have my wife. I gotta have my kids. I gotta have my camera person. I need a PR person with me. <laughs> yeah. So it, it adds Manager. up. It adds up, bro. It adds up because people don't think about <coughs> the internal part, you know. Mm. And I, I just kept it basic. I started at the root of the tutor. Yeah. See what I'm saying? You got to pick out the markets. You got to. And then we ain't talking about promotional items. We ain't talking about promotional ads, plans. And, you know, we got to. Before we get there, we got to let them know we're coming. Right. You said radio. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. to, to, to do the math and then keep it real with you. Here's what people don't talk about. Within that 250, you're very mindful and hopeful that some money is starting to come back in. 
You know what I mean? Two thousand, five thousand. You know, some money starting to generate. Yeah. Don't get it twisted. So it's not a two thousand hard stopping. But the realistic of real, let's be one thousand. You branding? You trying to get out there, trying to push a brand, and you know, shit. How much does this, this sweat top cost? Shit. I mean, how much does sweat top cost too? Don't 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 ju- don't no, shortcoming. No. Tell me I the truth. The 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 sweater costs twenty dollars. Um, the patching is thirty five dollars, and then I had to pay the um the guy who designed yeah, yes, it. Yes, sir. He so this is seventy five dollar t sweat top. Yeah, truly. Yeah, we got to make five thousand of these. I'm just you know, yeah. five, let's say five hundred even. Yeah, that's realistic. Because every market we're gonna go into, we're gonna leave a hundred of them behind with the right people. Because we're gonna come in contact. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit, that's that's a thirty thousand dollar budget right there for these sweat tops. <laughs> and those are just promotional stuff. You ain't making no money off of that shit. But we got to go into that market convincingly changing these people to realize they we got something going on that where they want to be on this motherfucker. Mm. You see, I, and, and, I, and I'm just using the old school way and the way of tangibly I've seen it work. Yeah. You got to remember, I can't say that my, my way is the only way either, though. But I'm, I just know that way works. That route works, bro. I've seen it work too many times. So how do you recoup on that, though? That, that 250? It starts coming back here, like I said again. Is it from the shows or is it just from we don't know which streaming? Way, we don't know which way it's going to pop yet. We are here getting to it. Okay. That's what we are applying the pressure about. Find out which one of these platforms is going to be our strong platform to say, hey, shit, YouTube messed around and jumped off for us. Mm. The money started coming out. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you still applying that type of pressure. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> That 250 guy ate him so fast. <laughs> oh, we got we got to take care of baby because we got to make sure all these cameras was with us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Flights, gas, rental trucks, hotels. Yeah, I ain't even said nothing about eating yet. We ain't even ate yet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and I'm gonna tell you the funny part: when you get out on the road, you you try to minimize everything, right? I'm gonna give y'all a stipend. At least I know you better eat at least twice a day. Well, damn, I'm a nigga that used to eating three times a day. Yeah. Eating good. Yeah. See what I'm saying? But you want me to go out on the road, make sure your shit popping for the next 30 days, leave my family behind. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It be different. It's, 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 it's real, bro. God damn. <laughs> we got to take some spirit flights. You know <laughs> Back to what we initially started our conversation about. We got to learn how to minimize. And simplify. God damn. That's going to be the name of this podcast. <laughs> That's gonna be the name of this podcast. Shit, that's gonna just be the to title, give, man. Just to give you some some jewels, man. And, and, and I sit around, I think all the time. You know, people be tripping, man. What you thinking about, man? It'll pull you all the way out of the place if I really told you what I was thinking about right now. Yeah, I really be trying to figure out how to minimize and simplify, and maximize. Even I ain't really want to blow your brains with that part, but that's that's the key. You know, the end goal is trying to maximize the shit out of all of this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm not advising anybody to cut corners, but I'm just telling the truth. There's no short way to this, bro. Like I told you, I'm 25 plus. Well, excuse me, 23, 22, 24. Yeah. But still, you know, yeah. before somebody even want to hear me talk about some shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you probably get advice. <laughs> hey, man. 
Come I sit do. down. I do. You know I what I'm saying? I, I know you do. I used to I used to dodge it a lot, man, because I just used to always blame it. I ain't ready to start telling my story yet. Mm. I ain't ready to start telling my story. Because, you know, like, let's be 1,000, man. Everybody ain't listening. Mm. You know, yeah. so I just didn't really want to be talking on deaf ears. And, and the reason why I start challenging myself now is because, truly, if you don't start telling your story, people won't know. Mm, right. You know what I mean? 100%. So I ain't gonna hold it myself, and yeah. I ain't shooting no documentary. I didn't do the Kanye. Yeah. You know, I wish I wish I had, cause I used to have a lot of content, bro. That we used to, cause you know we responsible for pictures and videos and all that shit, dealing with these labels. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I never thought about compiling it for myself and turning it into something that, from my point of view, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah man. I, mean, I can go back to bringing. Being the first point of contact for the baby coming into the market. And then I can do the same thing about Outcast, Goody Mob, mm. CeeLo Greens. You know, like, I'm the first point of contact when they come into this market, take their first promotional run. Not only just Dallas, but I'm running to Oklahoma, running to Houston, running to Louisiana. I might take some people all the way to, to Atlanta, bro, and pass them off. Truly. God. Truly. Dang. Yeah, Truly, bro. I'm, I'm that one to be out there 13, 14 days at a time on a promo run. So how do people hire you? How do people get a hold of you to even make that play? Or they got to go through a label? No, 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 no. I'm super open. I'm available. Shit. I'm probably why one of those cats to still, I hate saying this shit online, but still got my number in my bio on my IG. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was just saying the other day, I got to take this goddamn phone number out of my bio. You know what I mean? <laughs> But yeah. I get, I get, I get, but you know, I, I'm accessible, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I do, the blessing is I get a lot of referrals. Mm. Somebody's done some work with me and they say, hey, bro, this is the cat. You know, so I've just really built my company off of that alone because it, it, uh, give me a chance to get past go with whoever because they already know what they're looking for. Mm-hmm. They know what they want. You know what I mean? So I make a point to figure out what they got going on. Figure out what's the best way for me to get involved, and then we grow from there. Mm. You know what I mean? Just to be really honest with you, I'm simple, bro. Mm. You know, I'm super simple. Let's figure out what you got going on, and you know, I got probably three to five good magical questions. You know, and see if you can sustain those because a lot of times you leave budgets. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Once I tell them my numbers and things of that nature, not that I'm astronomically crazy high or anything, but at least you got to lock me in first, where I can focus on your dream. Right. You know what I mean? Right, right, one hundred percent. Yeah. So you know that's just what it is. But like I said again, man, I can't stress it enough. Just bless, man. Bless, bless, bless. Yeah. Because you know, um, you know, I'm part of the elite. <laughs> I can feel that too, and not even, not even just because um, it was a minute before we actually even seen each other face to face. Because we would usually just Absolutely. be on the phone. Absolutely. And I came to one of your events mm-hmm. um, at the school. What was the um, what's the name of the school? It's Lincoln. a music, it's a music school. Got the video, audio, a uh, Lincoln. Oh, you came to uh, 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 what's the name of that school? It's a Media music Tech. school. Media, Media Tech. Tech. Media Tech. Yeah, yes, I came with Media yes, Tech, yes, and then you had all these inside execs and yes, all these people. Yes, sir. I'm like. Who the fuck am I dealing with, man? <laughs> I had to start questioning, like, who am I dealing with, man? This motherfucker know yeah, everybody. Yeah, and yeah. these are, like, people that that you won't recognize, right. you know what I'm saying? Right. But they are the people who you want. If you are an artist, those are people who you want to be in contact right. with. Right. One thing I learned, and I usually share this, man, because everybody's so caught up in um, the hoobla, I call it. There's a real-life elite club 
in this music space, bro. Mm. There's a few real ones that keep this thing going, bro. You know what I mean? And they could be standing right next to you and wouldn't even know it. Because, you know, they look like us mm-hmm. in a sense. You know, and it's great. But I think a lot of times people don't um, take the stream value when I talk about relationships, man, how important they are in this game, bro. If I couldn't give them anything else, relationships is key. Yeah. For real. Yeah. You Genuine know? relationships, Absolutely. man. Absolutely. Genuine relationship Absolutely. is what, what is what I love. Because it's like it's nothing – to throw your boy, mm-hmm. hey man, mm-hmm. th- I need this. This is somebody need mm-hmm. to get something done, and it's easy. Put them in position. Yeah, yeah. Position. It's super easy, man. Absolutely, I agree. I How agree. did you get involved with uh, Media Tech? Um, funny you said doing doing uh, meet and greets, and you know, a couple over the years, it was a, it was a known studio before it came to be a school, mm. and I go back with it before it was even just the the the, the school and just history. You know, some of the people that I would go over there and deal, they turn into instructors. And one of my best friends, partner, he's my bro, Johnny Cash, shout out. But um, he was he came to be an instructor, well, student instructor, and moved on. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's just relationships again. Because it's Honestly. a dope place, yes. man. I was like, yes. Yes. what is this? <laughs> they had a big-ass green screen. Yes. They had a live yes. stage where you could yes. perform, different rooms to record in. Absolutely. People, like, people... I hear, they've heard me say this a couple of times, but that's one of the facilities. But Cash went out and built him same type of structure, you know, different rooms, podcast rooms, and got a got a got an area where you can finish out videos or whatever. But it's like a turn switch. Mm-hmm. You can walk in there and do your music, get it done, do a video, you know what I'm saying, and, and walk out the door with a product. Right. You know, if you really let lie. Yeah. But you know, it, it's 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 one of a kind to be honest. Because I think they got a. Another facility in Houston too, but but like I said, my cash got a studio right around the corner, out here in uh, Grand Prairie, right off our Beltline and Thirty. You know, digital digital you. I don't know if you heard of it. No, but I haven't. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's a well known uh, collective. Producers came together, got a great working facility, bro. You got might go check it out. Okay, For digital real. you, man. Digital you, man. Digital you. Yes, sir. Digital man. University. Okay, <laughs> my last question, man. I ain't gonna hold you too long. Nah, you good? What? What motivates you, man? Mm, wow. Being successful. Being su- my kids. You know what I mean? Family. Uh, seeing them smile, bro, to be honest with you. My, I got grandbabies now, so that my grandbabies, mm. they got me wrapped around their fingers. My family talk about it, you know what I mean? But honestly, man, I'm, I'm, I'm from Oklahoma, bro. It's super simple for me. You know what I mean? And I, I try to keep it that way. Just try to stay genuine and just pay forward bro where I can I can give something to somebody else but I, if I had to really say for better words it's my kids my family my mama you know what I mean you know my my loved ones bro yeah. you know what I mean yeah my loved ones big dog to be honest with you that's what's up man yeah yeah that's what's up yeah, yeah. man um leave all your social media I know because I know people are gonna be hitting you <laughs> trying to get some game from you do you had them that you do something for them man so right 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 you know, it's uh, it's it's simple. Southern Fried Marketing, Southern Fried M, KTG on IG. Shoot, you know, um, believe it or not, I'm one of them cats, man. You can ask somebody my number. You know, it's funny because when I usually give somebody, no, man, I got this in my phone already. Mm. Yeah, you know, okay, cool. <laughs> you didn't utilize it. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's simple, man. When I say uh, Southern Fried Marketing, bro, 
Southern Fried Marketing. That's what's up, man. BC, man, it was yes, a pleasure, sir. man. I'm grateful, bro. Thank you for tapping in with yes, us, sir. man. Yes, sir. We tapped in today. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yo, yeah. y'all, this has been the Tap In Podcast, man. Thank y'all for tapping in. Um, until next time, man, we out. <laughs>